1: Take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. I just want to praise you. I just want to praise you.
2: So you've signed the uh, <laughs> the swearing of allegiance, have you?
1: <laughs> Never. You did that, did you? <laughs> Citizen, not subject.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Hello, everyone. I'm me, she's her, and he's him. You want to say who we each are?
1: Yes. Welcome to the coronation coverage of <laughs> that. I got that wrong. Welcome to the blighty day, fiance coronation coverage, twenty twenty three.
2: I mean, you say twenty twenty three like this is an annual event. Well, Elliot, when was the last one?
1: Seventy years ago,
3: nineteen fifty three. Right. But before that, it was 1937, so you know, sometimes
2: they do come more rapidly. Yeah, fingers crossed.
1: Right, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) I'm saying there might be a few more in our lifetimes. There might
2: be, yeah, that's right.
3: Unless we die of excitement today.
2: That's right. Me and Elliot were talking about this. We're we're giving Charles about 15, right? I have a funny feeling that William's going to like Kennedy himself somehow. I don't think he'll be around for a long time.
1: But he'll certainly have been around for a good time.
2: Yeah, he'll certainly be in around for a good time. We can talk That's what about hear. that later. And then it's just <laughs> going to be chaos with like his kids and their kids and stuff. I mean, then we'll get into War of the Roses kind of stuff. It'll be like Game of Thrones. You know, people will be on the throne for like five minutes and then, you know, once the wars start,
3: and maybe we'll have people going and then coming back. Who knows? Has that exciting.
2: ever happened?
3: Yes, Edward um, Edward the Fourth um, did. I think a year on the throne and then got deposed and then came back. Um, the, the, certainly, in the in the fifteenth century, there were some walk-on parts. And
2: Charles and, and, the First. Well, he
3: he sort of uh, came to a, a sticky end. I, well, he was given a sticky end in that they cut his head off, yeah. uh, <laughs> which was harsh, given that he was only four foot eleven with his head on. I mean, uh, you know, he was he was he was a short king, um, <laughs> and,
2: and then became shorter wasn't he on the throne for a bit and then he wasn't and then he was no he 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 survived
3: all the way through his his son Charles II was well it depends how you look at it he was crowned in Scotland but not in England in 1650 after the battle of Dunbar uh, uh but then there was the the protectorate and the commonwealth in the 1650s then he came back properly at the restoration in 1660 right um, as the merry monarch uh, right. with the the roving eye and indeed other things
2: Um, I'm Robin.
1: My name is Michelle.
2: And we have
1: Elliot Wilson with us today.
3: Hello,
2: hello who some of you may know from Michelle and Elliot's incredible royalty uh, podcast, which is available um, intermittently on this feed on or Patreon, which is going to come back soon.
1: Yes, we are bringing it back.
2: Yeah, but today we are covering the coronation of... Now, it's saying on my TV screen here, the coronation of TM, the, Queen, uh, the king, and Queen Camilla. Boo! So, well, I'm just surprised they've trademarked them. The coronation of trademark the king. This is now a brand. This well, you know very you've got to make
3: all of the commercial opportunities pay for themselves. It's you know, it's a dog eat dog world.
2: Hey, don't say that. We got the dogs here. Tick. <laughs> she just recoil from the microphone. I think TM stands for their majesties. It does. Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: Fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well done. Good. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Um, my position on the monarchy is that um, people always... I'm not a Republican, necessarily, but I'm not having this whole argument that, oh, they bring in lots of money for the country in in tourism, because I think you would bring in more money for the country in tourism if you put their heads on spikes outside Buckingham Palace and people could come and look at that. Um, so I don't think that's a good justification. But I like having things to talk about in the world. And... I, I, I guess one of the things that saddens me is that we get rid of things that we don't like. And I like things that I don't like. If if all that was left in the world was things I liked, it would be really, really boring and I wouldn't get to bitch about anything. So I'm kind of pro-monarchy in that sense. I don't like them, but I, I like having them there. Um, that's my my stance on it. Have you two covered your respective stances on the monarchy? In-
1: no, I don't think so. I mean, I... I am also not uh I'm also not a Republican. I think I'm more emotionally tied to their stories um because my grandmother was uh may she rest was this the same age as the queen or a very similar age um and so she was always interested in the royal family and the goings on. So that was kind of a bond I had with her as a little girl. So it it's more of an emotional thing. Yeah. I, I probably know more about them than I should and probably care more about them yeah. than I should. Yeah, quite right. Um
2: Elliot, how do you feel about
3: our our glorious monarchy? I'm a tremendous supporter. Um I think it's a great institution. Uh I think they, her late majesty did a tremendous job for 70 years uh i think it's you know it, it's part of the warp and weft of our constitutional fabric uh and uh yeah hurrah say I.
2: are you thrilled and excited by the day
3: i, I could not be more excited if i tried oh and i shan't
2: Aww. because i'd be dangerous all right well we're going to kick proceedings off here's how we're going to do this kids and kidesses um we'll watch a bit we'll chat about a bit we'll watch a bit we'll chat about a bit i'll get drunk. Does that sound good?
1: Yeah, I think so.
2: Let battle
1: commence. Okay, so this is the bit where people are just sort of arriving or they're scanning around the the crowd of people who are already there. And the first person of note, well, that's not fair. The first recognisable person.
2: Well, again, that's not fair because Elliot's been saying that's Baron. Montgomery of Smithshire. Yeah, um,
3: I think me identifying Lord Blencathra is not exactly on a par with this one, but uh, I were would very take credit upset where it was
2: about his choice of robes.
3: Well, some of the peers are wearing their parliamentary robes, which they'd only normally wear for the state opening of Parliament, which is fine because that's what they thought until recently was only available to them.
2: But we may come back to that later. <laughs> but we've stopped on Katy Perry.
1: Yes, we have stopped on Katy Perry, who. Uh, We're not quite sure why she's there. Um, She's wearing sort of a... does a lot of work for the Princess Trust. Okay, fine. Um, She looks fantastic. The color is a sort of muted pink, I want to say, maybe skewing towards lavender even, but not looking like an Easter egg. I've not quite seen that shade of pink before, but it looks incredible on her. Uh, And she looks gorgeous.
2: And accessories from Vivian Westwood. So she's got her crown going there. Are her crown jewels going to compete with the crown jewels? It's a bold statement.
1: She is wearing... Now, I had my back crown on earlier, but it's a bit tight as my head is huge. But I I have (laughs) brought a fascinator that we'll take pictures of. It's nowhere near as fabulous as this one
2: there's a lot of indoor fascinators going on there i'm noticing which i guess you sort of do at weddings and this is uh charles being wedded to the the nation and that is fine you'd be a bit annoyed if you were sat behind him i think is it rude to wear a hat indoors well i think
3: for for ladies (laughs) it's kind of expected isn't it it is Um, okay and right. I think, you know, there are people who would think there are compensations to sitting by and Katy Perry as to not being able to see past her, fascinate her. But, uh, you know, I never thought I'd be sitting here discussing her crown jewels. But there you are.
1: But she's got quite a serious expression.
2: Yeah, she's just seen Russell Brand.
1: That's John Kerry, I think.
3: Yes, John Kerry and Sir Nick Clegg. Wow. Go John ahead. Kerry wearing
2: his medals. Nick Clegg pimping Facebook. Is he still on Facebook? I think he is. Yeah, I think he's vice president of Meta now. Or so he was the one that cost her uh, eight billion. Good, well done, Cleggy.
1: Keir Starmer there,
3: and Sir Ed Davey next to him.
2: Keir Starmer not wearing. Actually,
3: neither of them wearing their their badges as as knights, which is disappointing.
2: What badge do you get when you're a knight?
3: Uh, well, Keir Starmer's a KCB, so he gets uh, a, a star for his breast and a, a neck thing, but Ed Davey's just a, a, knight, uh, um, a knight bachelor, so he should get a, a neck badge, but not wearing
2: them. Do you get a membership card and a, like, a little gift wallet as well?
3: I think there's a secret handshake.
2: Okay. Um, I don't know who these people are. Anyone, anyone of note? Got a fashion designer there? I think Oswald Boteng was there. Okay.
1: Now we've got a gentleman who was identified by the captions as the master of rock, yeah, <laughs> erroneously, yeah. Um, but he is what well, they actually,
2: actually said, said was uh, master of baroque, and the subtitled person didn't know what baroque is.
1: Now, that word in American English uh, and probably in French as well is pronounced baroque, uh, so. In case there's any confusion.
2: Now, why were they just talking about Kelly Jones with stereophonics? Surely he's not there. That would be ridiculous. I think. Well, you say that, but <laughs> we may find some odd faces. Uh, yeah.
3: But yes, uh, the, the gentleman who was identified as the master of rock is uh, Sir John Elliot Gardner, the composer.
2: Who turned up in his pajamas today.
3: Well, you know, I had a late start as well. Uh, sometimes these things happen. So. Yeah,
1: we all did today, y'all. So we are not doing this live Mercury retrograde. Yeah, well we're dipping um, in and out. Yeah, we're dipping and we want to make sure that we get that we capture these moments for you. When they
2: were um, singing there, we got the sound down obviously so we can talk over this nonsense. Yeah. It was like they were doing Kath and Kim kisses. <laughs> 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 With her mouths fully open It's quite fun watching choirs Without listening to the sound A couple of trombones there Rusty trombones Um, Obviously Liz Truss will be Coming in later As she always does <laughs> uh, Good Alright well let's forward on a little bit Shall we
1: Now, you can listen to the program, I'm assuming. I make no promises. But if you're interested in the music, which is probably pretty incredible, um, you can probably get it on the BBC app, I imagine.
2: Yeah, it's all there. I don't know what people in other countries are doing. Um, What channel in the States do you think would be showing this? I think it would be Skinamax.
1: Robin no let's let's have a modicum of respect.
2: It would be for the amusing occasion. if it was USA who got the rights to broadcast this,
1: yeah, I don't know. They don't, now,
2: of course, we've got no American representation today.
1: um that's not true. Dr. Jill Biden is there today,
2: oh, is she? Mm-hmm. yeah, Joe didn't come um
1: and John Kerry, we just saw
2: we did see John Kerry. um no American president has has been to any coronation. Because they don't believe in it,
1: is that true elliot uh i th-
3: it's certainly true that they they haven't in well one has not been there before Eisenhower wasn't here in in nineteen fifty three uh and before that you're getting to an age when presidents didn't really travel that much, so
1: right. Wow.
3: I don't know if they have a a particular problem with with attending. Obviously, Biden did attend the the Queen's funeral, but was hilariously put some way down the batting order because he's only an elected head of state and he's not a a royal, which was hilarious.
2: So the choir have finished their, their little jaunt. They're getting a lovely round of applause. I'm sure they sang beautifully. I mean, we're really just here... To pick on the people in the crowd. Yeah. So his name's Joe Elliott, but he's not the bloke from Def Leppard. Presumably not, though. Um... Oh, it might be John Elliot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, Anton Deck. Um... People in America will have no idea who Ant & are, but they're a couple of light entertainment TV presenters.
3: Without whom in this country no event would be complete, I think it's fair to say.
1: I think it's fair to say that too.
2: I like the fact they are sitting in the Ant & formation. Of course.
1: Why are they... Uh, now, what are their medals?
2: They, I think, have
3: MBEs, or they might be OBEs. But...
1: Really? Wow.
2: Nick Flippin' Cave.
1: Not... One that I would have expected. He
2: really didn't expect to see Nick Cave though. He
1: appears to have dyed his hair very, very black.
2: He's a recipient
1: of... One of the Australian awards. Okay. He was asked like a about Logie?
3: the monarchy um, a couple of days ago, and, and it was quite interesting because he said that, you know, he wasn't going to make a big fuss about whether he did or didn't believe in it, but that it was obviously very important and that he would go along because this was a massive event.
1: Is that well, Stephen that is Fry on the line? Stephen left?
3: Fry,
2: Yes. Who's sitting next to him?
3: That's uh... Matthew Thingy from uh, Cookery Shows of Great Note. Some of the faith representatives. Who's behind them? Lord Williams of Oystermouth, the former Archbishop of Canterbury.
1: (laughs) Very unfortunate name. Well, depends on how you look at it, Oystermouth.
3: It does. Um, Oh, and Lord Sentamu.
2: Former Archbishop of York.
1: Now, uh,
2: now who's she? Because she could have done better with her outfit.
1: Presumably, is I mean, he's one of us, the, the gentleman in the blue tie. Is is he like a head rabbi or something?
3: Uh, he's not the chief rabbi. Oh, no, so, he's not the he? chief. Rabbi. No, chief
2: rabbi is rocking up later. The Pardon. chief
3: rabbi, of course, was offered a bed for the night by His Majesty the King last night because he couldn't travel by public transport today
2: <gasps> because it is The uh, Sabbath, Shabbos. of course. That's right. And oh of course, my
1: God, Lionel Richie. Sorry.
2: <laughs> he's, he's not there in a religious context, Lionel Richie.
3: He's also not dancing on the ceiling just yet, but that may come later.
2: And it's a very high ceiling.
3: It's very high indeed. But if there's a man to do it, I think Lionel Richie's your man.
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay, so we've got some more folks arriving now. Um, Elliot, I'm not going to know who any of these people are, so.
3: Well, there's a, a cardinal there who, if it's not Vincent Nichols, is presumably the papal nuncio, who is uh, the Pope's ambassador to to the UK, uh, but I didn't recognize him, I must confess.
2: Didn't bother showing up at Logan Roy's birthday, but he can come to this.
1: Elliot doesn't watch Succession. Uh, any ideas?
3: Uh, that's Dr. Biden, is it not?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I can't. It's hard to tell from the angles. They're still...
2: Furiously.
1: Furiously.
2: Bashing away at their instruments. The mm-hmm. <laughs> Magnificent organ is out of use at the moment. So what we're doing here is we're we're sort of dipping in and out as people arrive. The latecomers. I mean, there's a whole bunch of people there already. Yeah, there's
1: people who are sat there already. You know,
2: there's always a few stragglers.
1: Oh, Uh, I bet it's so muggy in there. Yeah. Yeah. At least it's not exceptionally hot today. That would be, we might see quite a few more people. A uh,
2: little bit I'm hoping for a, a cataclysmic storm because that would just be tremendous. It's a funny time to – so this time of year is always very rainy in the UK. We're, we're kind of early May. There's a bank holiday. It's always drenched. It's a weird time to have chosen. However, there is no time which is safe in this country, is there? No.
1: Not in the summer anyway. No.
2: All right, well, we've just got a bunch more soldiers, so I'm going to hit the old pause button. All right, we've got more people coming in. Do we recognise anyone?
3: Some of those look a bit like German princelings. They have that look about them.
2: They do, don't they? Little (laughs) greglets. You know,
3: people whose middle name is Von und zu
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, they're having to queue... That's embarrassing. Well,
2: this is one of the things I love about things like this. The way that people that are usually the biggest fish are suddenly in a very big pond. I always find that fun.
3: President Macron of France?
1: Yes. Now, uh, unkind comments have been made about um, his wife there. I think that's a very chic outfit. I don't know if I would have gone that overboard on the matchy-matchy. She's wearing like a powder pink coat dress.
3: uh, Seems perfectly acceptable for a lady of her age.
1: Yeah, exactly. I like it, that's all right. Yeah, I think she looks great. Well, people were making jokes about how she looks like his mom and not his wife. But maybe that says more about French presidents than it does about...
2: Yeah, well, that's the wife, not the mistress. Absolutely. Right. That's how it works in France.
1: Now, where would the mistresses sit at an event like this?
3: <laughs> I think there's probably an hotel around the corner or possibly a pub. There are some very good pubs actually very near there, so they might be camped out in the Buckingham Arms or the Adam and Eve.
2: Um, is there not a vestry somewhere?
3: Uh, there is, there is, but that might be a bit too official. I mean, it depends. You know, the, the, Sir James Goldsmith used to say that when a man marries his mistress, he creates a vacancy. So, um, oh, the Lord Speaker? Uh, Lord McFall of Alcluish. Now, what's he carrying? Uh, He is having his mace carried in front of him.
2: Right. And that's uh, just in case he gets attacked.
3: Yes, and he's accompanied by Blackrod, who is a lady for the first time. Do
2: you want to explain for our... Non-British, non-OFE people, who Black Rod is
3: certainly. Um, Black Rod is essentially the the chief sort of marshal of the the House of Lords, uh, who is in charge of ceremony. Uh, there we have the Speaker of the House of Commons, Sir Lindsay Hoyle. Uh, his mace being carried by the Sergeant at Arms, and his uh, quite an impressive retinue, actually. <laughs>
2: Our, our monarchy is one of the few remaining monarchies that has um, these objects of state. What are they called? What's the collective noun for these things? For well, few, I
3: suppose it's regalia, isn't it? I, your I orbs discovered, and your scepters. And I discovered something very interesting about the Japanese imperial regalia, which is that it's incredibly sacred. So only the emperor and a couple of priests are able to see it. See to it. the extent that it may actually not exist. We wow. don't know um so the the Japanese Imperial regalia may be mythical uh, but yes we we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of regalia the crown jewels include a lot of scepters and orbs and swords and spoons uh we'll be seeing the anointing spoon later on, uh which was described in The Spectator this week as the most important spoon in the world <laughs>
2: <laughs> I which mean, is, is that fair, true I think. though Yuri Geller may disagree.
3: Well, he may, but uh, we all know he's in—he's in the pay of Mossad. So, uh.
2: <laughs>
1: that's a joke for all you uh, Gen Zers.
2: Oh my god! Uh, have you seen the Crown Jewels?
3: Years ago, yes, when I was very little. It's um, quite
2: good the way they—they they do it. You stand on like a moving—what um, do you call them? Like a moving sidewalk, a sort of state. travelator the, thing. Little yes. travelator, yeah. And yeah, it
3: was it was still analog in my day, but you slowly
2: uh, get swept in front of them. Quite good. Yeah, we got no objections to showing people our trinkets in this country. Check this out.
3: Most of the crown jewels are, of course, um, post-restoration because the crown jewels were all melted down under Cromwell in the 1650s.
2: Literally under Cromwell. Did he sit on I them think like so, a chicken? Yes,
3: yeah. Um, <laughs> and sort of incubated them. One of the only pre-1660 pieces of uh, the regalia is indeed the the anointing spoon, which is, I think, from the 13th century.
2: Now, there's been a bit of a crisis in this country over recent months of getting hold of oil. Um, prices have rocketed. I pay £10 for 500 millilitres of, of fairly like average extra virgin olive oil. Um, is it possible that they won't be able to get the designated oil from the Mount of Olives and they'll have to use like one of those little spray things instead?
3: <laughs> Apparently, no. I think preparations have been made. This was um, specially uh, gathered and curated from the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem, which is where Prince Philip's mother, so the king's grandmother, is buried. Uh, she was an, uh, a Greek Orthodox nun, by the end of her life, who is also one of the righteous among the Gentiles, because she hid a Jewish family in Athens during the war. Um, but no, they've they've got just enough uh, chrism, as it were. Uh, <laughs> it, it is called chrism. It's Amazing. anointing oil. Yeah. Uh, and it's been blessed by the Anglican Archbishop of Jerusalem and the Orthodox Patriarch, I think. Mm. So uh, we're back up to to speed with the oil.
2: So they're not going to have to revert to, like, rapeseed or something.
3: I hope not. Or sunflower or something like that. Yeah. Or lard for tradition. There he is. We see his majesty anointed with the holy lard.
1: (laughs) It's it's The power of the lard. It's worth saying I failed to identify, and I don't know how I missed this because um, she is so stunningly beautiful. Dr. Jill Biden is there with her granddaughter, who I believe uh, had the same wedding photographer that I had for my first wedding. So
2: yeah, she's that's most fun. noted for her connection to you.
1: Right. 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 No, no, it's all good. Right. I, I'm not,
2: I ain't clowning.
1: All right, so these are all the religious leaders, yes?
3: Yes, uh, there's Cardinal Nichols, the Archbishop of Westminster, the leader of the Roman Catholics in England and Wales. Next now it was
2: punchy, to, wasn't it, for for Charles to want all of this?
3: Yes, I mean, you know, we've we've become a bit more multi faith in in the the ceremonial than we were. Um, obviously, we have faith leaders of quite a lot of these groups at the cenotaph every Remembrance Day, but uh, there was a lot of debate about how far they would be involved in the the coronation ceremony. Um, they're obviously all in attendance, but there will be three peers from religious minorities handing parts of the uh, the coronation clothes to uh, to the king during the ceremony oh, that's nice. is
2: he, is he going to be termed defender of the faiths
3: uh, no, he is defender of the faith by by statute, I think. Okay. Well, actually, I don't know if it's in the law, but anyway, he, his title is defender of the faith. I mean, it was, of course, initially granted by the Pope, so it's uh, it's a dubious provenance of, to an Anglican, anyway. But uh,
1: the first minister of Scotland has just arrived. Yes, it's worth saying, and his Ugh. wife is dressed as uh... I. I need to see that outfit again. I. I well, do I? I didn't like it.
2: When you say the first minister, that's not to suggest that this is a new thing.
1: No, the first minister of Wales is over there. It's it's worth saying that um, in America, people might not be aware that Nicola Sturgeon is no longer the first minister of Scotland. She
3: is not now. She's been succeeded by Humza Yousaf, who is uh, who was her minister of health.
2: She um, going to prison, Elliot
3: uh she hasn't gone to prison yet i couldn't say whether she's going to i, I think her husband is possibly more in the frame for it but i'm sure those are terrible uh, scurrilous allegations but there has been a little legal difficulty around the the former leadership of the snp um with police raids and uh uh vans outside her house and things
1: so this is the Lord Mayor. Lord
3: Mayor of London wearing the robe that his predecessor wore at the last coronation in nineteen fifty-three.
1: Wow. Where did they store that thing?
3: It belongs to the Skinners Company, which is one of the the London Guilds, and mm-hmm. they've loaned it to him for the day.
2: So we got our Lord Mayor in London, then you got like the elected political mayor. But the Lord Mayor, um we only had like in London a an elected mayor fairly recent, it's a new invention they sort of looked at new york and went we 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 want one of those um but there's been a lord mayor going back to what like the 1600s oh way before way before that um
3: the the lord mayor of london who is is the mayor of the city of london itself uh i mean it goes way back to the the 13th century i think because of course famously dick whittington was mayor of london lord mayor of london right him and his cat
2: and when we say the city of London, we mean the the, the square mile. We do, uh, which is just one small bit of London, nowhere near the middle of London. Absolutely. <laughs> so there we're seeing um, the uh, St Edward's chair. Is that St Edward's? St Edward's? Uh, w-
3: no, there is a there is a coronation chair which has the the stone of Schoon under it. Those two. Yeah, those are their thrones are actually yeah. recycled from the last coronation apparently uh, just to to reduce on you know new spend i suppose
1: right cuz uh, cuz this this event is all about conservation
3: yeah, it, well, yeah you have to do it on a budget this is only it's
2: <laughs> scaled back but here's the thing so charles was very adamant that this would be a low key scaled back um, austerity, coronation. Um,
1: and he however, does actually care a lot about the environment, which is maybe yeah, one of the only well, things Well,
2: people I used to like laugh at him for it, but ha-ha, we're all laughing now. Um, the, what I find weird is I don't know how... If this is scaled back, what could it have been? I mean, I, I'm seeing all the stuff that I usually see for these kinds of things. I'm not seeing scaled back, really.
3: I, I think there are two things. I think to an extent, somebody has probably come to the conclusion that with these kinds of things, which don't happen very often, you either go hard or go home. And I think there has been a, a feeling that, you know, one one goes for it in a big way. I mean, there are fewer people there. There are about 3,000 people there. There were 8,000 at the coronation in, in 1953. But, you know, in 1953, they'd built huge galleries of seats up to the roof. They had a, a miniature railway in the the abbey beforehand to get everything in and out. Um and of course, most of the congregation couldn't actually see what was going on because they were down the nave and up in the the rafters. Uh, so, I mean, it's it scaled back in that sense, but it's still a big deal, and it should be. You know, this is the the sort of symbolic beginning of his reign and his, uh, and importantly, it's the religious part, which is, you know, very significant for those who are members of the the established church and for the king himself.
1: It's also worth saying again. That this is the first coronation in seventy years most most people or quite a few people have gone their entire lives without even seeing something yeah, like I this. kind of feel
2: that they could have saved up like you know the budget they would ordinarily spend every ten years <laughs> i I feel like we've kind of got seven. But like, does it not roll over if you don't spend? Maybe it's like in businesses (laughs) if you don't spend your budget every year, you don't get it. I think that's it. Yeah,
3: so that's why the royals presumably blow a huge amount of flowers uh, every March just to sort of you know bottom the budget before the financial year.
2: I mean, it's interesting that this is happening at the beginning of May um at the start of the new financial year yeah, um yeah. i would have thought they try and cram it into the end of the last financial year
3: but you know what'll happen we'll get to next march and there'll be nothing and they'll be sort of looking around <laughs> in the you know down the back of every sofa in Buckingham Palace <laughs>
2: uh,
1: now this i remember um our friend oh no i can't say that <laughs> uh th- this is the youngest yeah uh, lord mayor of um,
3: he's the Lord Mayor of Westminster
1: Yes, correct That's I couldn't remember he's, That's right, he's, he's like, like in youngest. his 20s, right? Yes, he is He's a really exceptional, fascinating young man And he is the first person of Not only is he the, the youngest person ever But he's the first person of colour ever to hold this Elected this at the age of 22 role.
2: First Muslim to hold the position mm-hmm. um, And you can't talk about why you know him
1: but, well i don't know him i i just look it doesn't matter
3: yeah <laughs> and talking of color he is uh the position is was the first mayoralty to use a non-black robe when they established it in 1900 they
2: picked blue all oh, right got more people turning up who's turned up
1: tony blair
2: so tony blair and sir john major
3: wearing their Collars and stars of the Order of the Garter.
2: Former prime ministers. We've got um, Cherie Blair with Tony there. Uh, sadly, Norma Major, um, John's wife, is is not well today.
0: Uh, Gordon and is... Sarah
3: Brown
2: behind them. So Gordon Brown succeeded Tony Blair um, as prime minister. Behind him, this is in in order that they 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 did the jobs, isn't that? So we've got Cam Sam and Cameron, and David Cameron. David
1: Cameron. Yes. Sam cam, as always looking absolutely stunning, she's always been well dressed.
2: I like the they are literally entering through the gift shop um they are passing by the Westminster Abbey shop
1: together Cherie get in. Blair is dressed as a has come as a flower girl today um she's also in light pink, but she's wearing a, a dress that is totally unbecoming of her.
2: Is it annoying that Tony Blair looks quite good?
1: It's, I mean, I don't know. I don't have strong opinions about that. She is wearing an interesting headpiece, though. Um, it's sort of like, it looks like silk flowers, but I don't even want to talk about that dress anymore. No one else hates that dress? I'm, she looks I'm captivated
3: by the cope, which the Dean of Westminster is wearing on the right there because that was worn by his predecessor at the coronation in 1661. Wow.
1: David Cameron looks like he's um, dressed for a wedding. Well, you know,
3: it's a a Saturday in May for, well, Saturday in summer for David Cameron. Here we go,
1: Theresa May coming as your drunk auntie.
3: And Sir Philip May with... Too many buttons done up by the looks of it to me, but they yeah, aren't. I agree. The now is
1: too. Boris small. Johnson
2: behind with not nearly enough buttons done up. Correct. But looks like he's rolled out of a hedge. I mean, I've never less. seen him look about it. and weeble wobble herself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Liz Truss, who y- you, well, no one remembers, um, which presumably is why she's wearing bright orange. Um, yes,
3: no fool her.
1: Looks like she picked that up at the LK Bennett. Sale, no shade. Uh, it is. Talking of shade, though, it is a very bright orange. To be fair to Theresa May, her
2: job is to be remembered now. Like that—that <laughs> that is now her her life is to be like. I was prime minister for three minutes, yeah. and she has to be noticed. That is all the matters to her now
1: She is still wearing the necklace as well that is rumored to be um a sign of her or a symbol of her sexual in the yes in the bdsm community i feel i was a little too harsh on theresa may she was wearing ivory with orange accents um
3: do you think she and Liz had coordinated?
1: Well, unfortunately it looked a, a little bit that way, but what I was going to say suggesting is...
2: that two Tory prime ministerial um, entities would ever coordinate.
3: I mean, it strikes me that orange is is quite punchy given uh, yeah. uh, the situation in Northern Ireland, but uh
1: Yeah. I mean,
2: no one's wearing green.
3: Damn right. <laughs>
1: Now, what's happening here, I'm not quite sure Those are
3: the banners of the Commonwealth, I
2: think. Now, how come Winston Churchill gets a, m- 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 a memorial stone in the middle of Westminster Abbey and no one else does? I mean, I know other people do, but that's right in the footfall there.
3: Well, I, I think he was... Uh, uh, is that Winston Churchill's? Or, yeah. Or, uh, excellent. Um, I, I think, you know, when he died in 1965, I think we we sort of decided that he was... The big one. He was the one we were going to to remember. Um, although, of course, his funeral was not in the Abbey. I think. I think it was at St Paul's. Um,
1: oh, Justin Trudeau, looking every bit the snack. Hello, mm. he looks fantastic.
2: How does he get on with Macron? I mean, do do they get on? I How imagine he- that they
3: really hate
2: each other. I would
3: have thought so. I mean, they are sort of cut very much from the same cloth. uh, The same sort of slightly shiny cloth. They are, yeah. That no gentleman would wear.
2: Is that bloke wearing sunglasses? Yeah.
3: Maximum respect if he is, unless, of course, he's blind, in which case, you know, unfortunate for him. Uh, Tony Soprano's just rolled in.
2: You thought, oh, somebody's just almost taken a tumble there.
1: Yeah, we're really hoping someone's going to trip and fall.
2: I really hope so. So we've got all the heads of state uh, rolling in now. None of these people have walked anywhere since 1973. So it's fun to watch them struggle with perambulation.
1: I will say... Um, That's a good dress. Even if I'm not... Oh, oh God, it's Rishi's wife. Stunning. Uh, yeah, she looks beautiful. But I would expect nothing less of a billionaire. Okay, so now we've got um, the pumpkin style coach, Elliot. Do you want to talk? <laughs> it's not pumpkin style at all. I we've
2: am... been watching a lot of Kath and Kim. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've
3: um, they're the king and queen are going from Buckingham Palace to the Abbey in the more modern stagecoach. Uh, the traditional vehicle is the speaker's state coach but that is apparently too bouncy uh <laughs> it's, it's more old-fashioned this one has uh, proper springs and indeed air conditioning i believe
2: oh really? nice is this one australian
3: <laughs> i believe it is i believe it was a gift from the people of australia which was very nice of them <laughs> uh i don't know if they're all asked individually probably not uh but yes this is a, a gift
2: now, is it unreasonable to have a shot of all of those horses and Camilla together?
3: She hasn't got blue hair, unlike the horses. I think that's very modern and uh, non-binary of the, the royal household to blue-haired horses. Um,
2: they're very funky, aren't they? Yeah. It's like if Prince could have sort of conceived a coronation, he would have had, well, they'd have had purple hair, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah.
3: I thought you were going to say Prince could have conceived a horse.
2: I thought not really. <laughs> I <laughs> think that would be beyond him. There's Charles. He's got a lovely satin bow on his right shoulder. is very pretty.
1: That's ermine, isn't it? That he's
0: wearing, uh,
3: uh, he's wearing uh, an ermine cape, but yes, he's got satin bows on the collar he's wearing, uh, which is probably the Order of the Garter, but I can't quite see.
1: I'm sure all will be revealed. Apologies, folks, for the bulldog... Screaming in the background He's mad because we have cheese out Which I'm surely going to have to remove in a moment And we haven't paid
2: the cheese tax And we
1: haven't paid the cheese tax Which as you all know All dog owners know
2: You
3: have to
1: pay the tax Yeah.
3: I should say this is the king's first outfit of the day I believe he's going to be changing three times During the ceremony uh, For various reasons So uh, he's got a busy day in terms of Deshabillés.
1: In terms of what?
3: Deshabillés, being undressed.
1: Oh. You mentioned that he has to strip off for the anointing.
3: The, he has to remove some <laughs> clothes. Um, I mean, I don't think he needs to go tackle out, but uh, yes.
2: Someone has to rub oil into in, his chest.
3: In, he, When he is anointed by the Archbishop of Canterbury, he has to be anointed with the chrism on his head, his hands, and his breast. Uh, So he may have to bear his chest for the archbishop, but then which of us hasn't? Um, (laughs) This, of course, is slightly more complicated if you are a queen, because bearing your breast means a whole different thing.
0: Sure, Um,
1: But
3: all of that will be done away from the cameras. The, The anointing will not be filmed.
1: This anointing will not be televised. It will not. Right, I'm going to pause briefly here so I can clear the first course and let the dogs back in.
2: All right, so we are watching the pumpkin carriage um, and the blue-haired horses going down the... where are they going down? The Mau. They've left Buckingham Palace. There it is. It's a very rainy day. Very grey. Very great. Who decided that early May in the United Kingdom was a good time to do this? There's a whole bunch of soldiers.
1: Last weekend was beautiful, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but that coach is very funereal to me. Why, why does it feel like that? Well, I don't
2: know. Black. Looks like a party bus to me. What's the difference, Elliot, between a coach and a carriage? I think a carriage is open, isn't it? Huh. Is that the difference? Don't know. Of course, they had
3: open carriages in 1953 um, when it was raining. Um, And famously, the the crowd took to their hearts the Queen of Tonga, uh, Queen Salote, who was in an open carriage. And she was with uh, one of her members of staff, who was a a small man. And... (laughs) two of the onlookers, I think it was Noel Card and somebody else, one of them said, who's that man next to her? Noel Coward said, her lunch. Um, wow. She was, a, she was a big lady, Queen Saloti. Wow. Um, but the, I mean, the crowd absolutely loved her. She. Let's you know, be she honest,
2: was, that is phenomenally racist.
3: It's a bit racist and it's a bit misogynist, <laughs> but it was Noel Coward. So, um, oh, boy. Uh, but, you no, know, she was... A, Queen Salati looked incredibly happy to be there as i'm sure she was yeah. um and you know that despite the the terrible rain and the the open carriage meant the, the crowd very much took to her um,
2: of course nothing wrong with open carriage in this country
1: <laughs> are what? you making like a an open carry yep. reference yeah Ugh. bleak now are they are they forming a, a letter why have we not talked about the lawn penis yet?
2: because it's in bath, Ah, yes, some wily <laughs> um chap has used um we think herbicide rather than mode,
1: yes, um the, strategically placed
2: yeah, um the shape of a giant thirty foot long cock and balls,
1: yep, that's right on What's the ground it? well,
2: but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's bigger than anything currently on Grindr. Um In the grass outside the Royal Crescent in Bath, where they're going to be having garden parties, um, people misconstrued this story, um, that this is going to be where Charles was actually going to have an event himself, that he was going to have to have his party in the face of a giant cock and balls. But, but sadly, no, um, it's in the West Country of England.
1: That's fine. He's still probably humiliated by it because there are photos everywhere Everywhere. in every major outlet of him next to a picture of the uh, field with the enormous cock and balls. It's
3: odd, isn't it? I mean, you have it on the hill in Cern Abbas and it's a tourist attraction. You have it in Bath and suddenly it's vandalism. I mean, I think we should have leaned into this one as well.
2: Now, are you saying we should put cocks and balls on all lawns? All lawns, yeah, across the nation. Yeah,
1: yeah. The horses are kind of. Oh,
2: those horses are kicking giving
1: off, giving it a lot. Um,
2: Tig has, uh the uh, the pug has got past the point of shouting at every horse she sees. Now she's like, "There's just too many fucking horses.
1: Yeah,
2: I can't even." Now
1: there's. There's crowds gathered, but it's nowhere near what I would have expected for something like this. Well, but maybe I'm speaking out of turn. Maybe it just doesn't look like it from here.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think they're like 15, 20 deep.
1: I do love that the warning, the terrorist warning was just, you'd better not show up here.
2: Yeah. yeah, we'll be very cross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: stern to- talking to
1: very English.
2: <laughs> There's this one horse. Seriously, people, one horse that is
1: having none of this. It is on
2: e or something. It is pulling shapes. It's moshing. Actually, the one behind it's kicking off too. The horses do seem a bit. Well, they're
1: agitated. having to step. I I. I don't think I've mentioned yet that this entire parade route is covered in horse shit.
2: Yeah. Freddie like, Mercury riding that horse there.
1: I don't know. I don't know that it's been um, so nonstop that they can't send have, someone in to clear it.
2: But yeah. You'd have thought like curling at the Olympics, there'd be someone with a broom. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or yeah. a power wa- like a pressure washer.
2: Or we'll just spray the shit into the plebs at the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. So the king's carriage can very proceed. coronation. Yeah. They would love it. They would love it. They it's would got a
3: very it. feudal vibe to it.
2: I caught the royal turd.
3: It's like the line in Monty Python and the Holy Grail,
2: you know. He must be a king.
3: He hasn't got shit on him. <laughs>
1: Well, there you go. Although it's too early to say.
2: I don't know, Elliot. I mean Ermin covers a multitude of sins, doesn't it? It really does. Those little dark spots. Yeah. Could be anything. Yeah.
3: Although I don't think it's wiped clean, but uh I always wanted to set that as an essay question, actually, when I was tutoring in history. He must be a king, he hasn't got shit on him. Discuss as a kind of medieval history question.
1: I love that you're here to answer I mean, I love that you're here for many reasons, but for the sake of the listeners. Um,
2: yeah, you won't get commentary
3: like this anywhere else. You won't get
1: commentary like this anywhere else. You
3: don't get this from Hugh Edwards, I'll tell you that for nothing.
1: Correct.
2: How do we feel about a Welshman uh, presiding over this? Is there no surviving Dimbleby that couldn't have been dragged out of retirement?
3: <laughs> I think, well, I mean, there are, there are many Dimblebys because there's Henry who runs uh, Leon, the... um Mm. The fast food chain, but the Shishi fast food chain, which pretends it's not fast food. I I'm think sure it's, it's a
1: fast casual. Is the term you're looking for? Is there. it really? Good yeah. lord!
3: Good lord! Uh, signs and wonders. Um, Depeche manger. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think even Jonathan Dimbleby is now in his late seventies, and well. uh, I think David is is now well into his eighties. But you know, they're still both spry and. Uh,
2: So, were we talking to you about this um, a week or two ago, or was it just me and Michelle, Um, the happy part of happy and glorious? There's a big banner up saying happy and glorious, and I don't think happy really goes along with, I mean, certainly I always found it weird with Elizabeth, whose face never really registered happiness. It wasn't her dominant mode.
3: I I think it is a a sort of linguistic hangover from when the national anthem was written, isn't it? I think "happy" perhaps had a a, a different shade of meaning in in those days,
2: more like happy um, circumstances, yes, happy tide, and
3: um, yes, indeed, um, as opposed
2: to ever being able to crack a fucking smile.
3: Yeah, I don't think it, it's sort of uh, it's not lols and glorious. It, <laughs> it, it's it, it's an older sense of that, but I agree. In without of context, it does sound a bit. Unusual.
2: Because the queen prides herself prided herself on the sheer levels of her misery. Like suffering was I think stoicism
1: is the word you're looking for there rather than suffering. Sacrifice uh, and but suffering connotes martyrdom, which she certainly wasn't, at least as a public face.
3: No, I think you know she she had to sit through a lot of stuff that she might perhaps otherwise not have chosen to do. So I think she she assumed a, a relatively impassive face of, I am here and it is all going on, and I have to be here because I'm the queen. Oh.
1: And
2: I suppose um, she would have said, and I am happy to do it. And that is yes. the... Day. All right, so that's Indeed. the element of happiness. Going um, past uh, Jersey Boys there? Well,
1: that's Trafalgar Square. Yes, Where we no. were last weekend in some of the worst traffic I've ever been in my life while they were setting all this up.
3: Now coming down Whitehall.
2: Going past Nelson's column. Um, more than a 30-foot penis.
3: Certainly is. Uh, it's it's several hundred feet, I think. Um.
2: Another mental horse.
1: Yep. I think the thing with these horses is once one of them yeah starts kicking off the other ones are like hang on I want some of that too. I feel bad for the people on the left side of the road who aren't even going to get a look in. It's quite it's worth saying it's quite uh quite brave of uh of his majesty to show his hands so often with the wave his
2: sausage fingers yeah it is quite a thing to behold though i mean i will say i've not seen that much horse in one place since uh, there was a camera backstage at a rolling stones concert <sighs> <laughs> it's like a,
3: a lasagna factory isn't it um, but I, I think the, the problem with...
1: Current references only, please.
3: <laughs> I think the problem with the hands is that, you know, if you are a monarch, you're using your hands a
2: lot because it's, it's all you can wave decently.
1: Oh, we've got...
2: Have to interrupt proceedings here.
1: Yes, the, uh-huh. we've got Zara. Black sheep
2: of the family has just barred his way into the abbey. Uh,
1: Zara and Mike Phillips. We've got princesses Beatrice and Eugenie and their uh, respective husbands. Without
2: a plus one is?
1: Prince, Prince Harry. Harry.
2: Maybe Katy Perry is his plus one. He should be so lucky. It
1: does rhyme. I'm loving Bee's dress there. She's wearing a magenta frock.
2: Ooh.
3: I'm
1: guessing Eugenie is...
3: I'm not booing her, pregnant? I'm booing she her. She is pregnant, Still? yes. Yeah. Again, I think. Is it the second one?
1: Gosh. Um, yeah, I've I've declined to comment on sweaty pedo. I don't really it's interesting that he's um shown up ah. in public. Princess Anne there, my personal hero.
3: Princess Royal, who today is acting as gold stick.
2: How how does Goldstick get on with Black Rod? I I think it's a sort of the Twain shall we'll never meet, right? Um, it's like matter and antimatter. There'll be a giant explosion. Who's that? Uh, the Duke and the, Duchess of Edinburgh. Oh yeah.
1: yeah, that's um,
2: uh, Edward and Sophie.
1: I thought they were divorced. No, I've,
2: no. I've not seen Edward. Since he started looking old, that's why I said, "Who's that?" No, because to me, Edward as well. Edward is a child and will always be a child. I am shocked that he's got that old that quickly. And their
3: children, James Viscount seven and Lady Louise Windsor, who is now an undergraduate at the University of St Andrews. Hurrah for that! <clears throat>
1: Elliot's reading all English.
3: The Princess Royal in her uh, robes as a Knight of the Thistle.
1: Is that her husband?
3: That is, uh, Vice Admiral Sir Timothy Watt. He'll be delighted to know.
2: Very nice man. Back we go to the blue horses. Oh my god, there is one on the right. Yeah, I see. It's swirling its head around like an 80s hair metal mosher. And it is glorious. There's one horse going, get your backs up off the wall. <laughs> Come on, get down. And they're all kicking up.
1: And that one's like, don't believe me, just watch.
2: <laughs> Interesting, there's only one rider for every two horses. Unless three of the riders have just been booted off. Yes, they're possibly just been thrown. <laughs> that horse is talking to that horse going, oh, you never guess who I've got in my carriage. <laughs> None of this will make sense without pictures. I'm hoping all y'all who listened to this, you just got it on while you are like doing the housework and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. It would be wise, I think. We'll so. tell
1: you. I we haven't had a chance to really get into stuck in on the fashions as much as I would have liked. Well,
2: these people are all wearing the same thing, but <laughs> <laughs> they've all shown up. I mean, these are the soldiers. To be fair,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I meant of the of the guests, but. You'll you'll see plenty of that. And maybe Elliot and I can do a, an addendum if Robin's not interested in...
2: That guy's signaling a right turn, uh, which is considerate.
1: I just want to see that uh, our prime minister has the correct trouser length. Oh, never happened he's, before. He's notorious for um, high-watering it. Now,
2: is this carriage um, coach subject to traffic regulations? I mean, if it were to go above 20 miles an hour, which I think is the speed limit there.
3: I think, firstly, I would pay to see that. um, But secondly, I assume it's not because the road's been closed, So, and it's certainly not registered and taxed. uh, But I would love to see him get pulled over as well.
2: That would be amazing, yeah. This your carriage, sir? (laughs) do you think they're bored yet
1: i just want to know what they're talking about
2: should have got an uber
1: (laughs) this is taking ages yeah
2: should have got the tube it's a very slow way to travel in my head when i was a kid i used to think this is the only journey the royals ever make right, from the palace to the abbey to 10 Downing Street, maybe, or Parliament. Uh, And that's it. But but of course, you know, they've all got sports cars and they drive them at 300 miles an hour in the middle of the night. And Range Rovers. It's very very... odd to think that the Queen used to just get in the car and drive around. Yes, uh, the the King of
3: Saudi Arabia was particularly taken aback by that when he visited once, because of course women can't drive in Saudi, or couldn't drive in Saudi Arabia at the time. And when Her Majesty got behind the wheel of the land rover and drove it at considerable speed yeah he was somewhat surprised but i think a point
2: was being made hey they're in the cycle line well, i hope they uh look there is much <laughs> there's a sign on the road saying look left it's like there's the king <laughs> <laughs> oh boy won't happen every time yeah um well, I think it's a pause in proceedings time um, for all you're listening. That's no pause at all. But for us, um, there's only so much wittering about a coach and horses that you can possibly stand. <laughs> it's just occurred to me why there's a an unridden horse next to each ridden horse. Well, it's the royal thing, isn't it? A mare and a spare. <laughs> well... They've arrived outside the shop.
3: Yep, there are some overpriced guidebooks about
2: the Abbey to be had. I'd have thought they could find an entrance that isn't by the shop. Very odd.
1: I've never been to Westminster Abbey.
2: Oh, well, th- we should go.
3: I think it's more that they built the shop by the uh, the west entrance that's the problem.
2: Can they not use the one on Parliament Square? Uh,
3: well, that's the... the- No, is that right? Is that the north door? Because you need to go in at the the bottom of the nave, really, don't you?
2: Um, I suppose,
3: yeah. Church is all being aligned in the same way.
2: Well, they're there. There seems to be some delay getting out of the coach. Maybe they're sort of trying to figure out, do you take debit cards? Do you contactless okay?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The driver doesn't have any change. It's very difficult. I was told this would be on a count
2: is it sixty minutes or less. <laughs> I
3: don't know how long we're going to be.
1: Elliot, that is an ace up your sleeve that you have very cleverly hidden. Cause that is an astonishingly good King I'm Charles. not sure I can
3: sustain it, but uh we'll we'll give it a go.
2: Oh, I'm not sure he can. <laughs> we'll see. Funny in it how Harry stands out in any crowd. You can spot him immediately, and not just because of his um, inverted hair island.
1: He does have a hair island at the moment. Now, where's um, where are the other two?
3: They are pre- the Prince and Princess of Wales are presumably. Oh, I would have thought. They'd arrive with the king and queen, but maybe not. Maybe they're late. Maybe they had an argument. You know what it's like. You're rushing to get ready, and yeah, you're not going to wear that, are you? I thought we'd agreed that order of chivalry. Oh, no.
1: Now, which is the is the which one is the racist one or the? <laughs> How long have you got? The un <laughs> the one. Who is like unapologetically racist? The one who talked, who like asked if the baby was going to be.
3: Oh well, I'm not sure we know who supposedly asked if the baby was uh, what color it was going to be. It, uh, there was an accusation that Princess Michael of Kent was a bit racist on the grounds that she had worn a brooch in the shape of a Blackamoor's right. head. Yes, uh, re- which right. which is not so much an accusation as just an observation. Really,
1: she's the one in the middle. There, isn't she?
3: Uh No, I don't know if... I mean, she must be there, I suppose. But I haven't seen the prince and princess Michael of Kent.
2: That's now, I've known the answer to this before, but I'm going to ask you again. Her name's not Michael, is it? No. Uh, How come the other princesses don't take their husband's name, but she has?
3: You only take your husband's name if your only title as a prince is Prince whatever. So technically, until he was made Duke of Sussex, Meghan was Princess Henry of Wales. Oh. Oh, wow. Um, because she's not Princess Meghan, because she's not princess in her own right. Oh. She is now Duchess of Sussex, but before he was given the title Duke of Sussex, she was technically Princess Henry. Um, so if your only title is Prince blah of wherever, then your wife gets as a title Princess, but your name, which seems a bit rough yeah um, but in the same way with with lesser aristocratic titles, for example, Lady Colin Campbell was um you know you'd be called Lady Colin Campbell if you're married to Lord Colin Campbell. It wouldn't just be that he'd found a woman called Colin,
2: or you know he was fluid in his identity.
1: I think <laughs> see. I see the Middletons back there. I definitely saw James Middleton. All right, now they're
2: doing blast. Do you all get all of these in jokes yet? Do they?
1: Probably not.
2: Probably not. Well, they've done the little trumpet. There's a Jesus by them. That's nice. Um, here we go. On your feet, everyone. It's not the king.
1: Who's that? Who's that, the gentleman in black?
2: Uh,
3: he will be uh, an official of some kind, but I think behind him then we have the senior clergy. The lady there is the Bishop of London, I think, uh, Sarah Mulvaney. She's um, quite young, isn't she? That is the Archbishop of York, Stephen Cottrell. And then we have the junior heralds, the Persevants. Uh people Like Rouge Dragon Persevant and... Uh, And then some of the the heralds The prior of the Order of St John there in the black
2: That's very Masonic, isn't
3: it? It is indeed These are the representatives of the various orders of chivalry Lord Coe there um, Representing the Order of the Bath Lord Eames, the former Archbishop of Armagh
2: The Order of Chairs
3: uh, Lord Hope of Craighead on behalf of the Order of the Thistle. Now the Queen is having her uh, train
2: attached. You make it sound like she's a locomotive.
3: <laughs> and then the banners of Wales, Scotland, they're being carried by the Earl of Dundee, a splendid man, known in the House of Lords as Croc for obvious reasons.
2: And poor old poor old whales at the back there. Well, these things happen. Oh
1: god, see that lady on the left is wearing the same dress that Cherie Blair is wearing. So that's <laughs> gotta be embarrassing.
3: That's Rebecca Harris, marvelous woman. She's those three are government whips, but they hold uh sinecure's in the royal household. The treasurer of the vice chamberlain and the controller.
1: <gasps> Prince George looks so cute.
3: There is the king with his hot equerry behind him, Major Johnny Thompson.
1: Oh yes, goodness! Quite.
2: Claire. Oh, now why has he got a noose around his neck? It's Who? just the thi- Charles. It's the thing used to tie his ermine robe together, but it's tied up itself in what looks like a noose knot. It's he
3: very was just, odd, you know absent-mindedly tying it and it came out like a noose. What do you know? Yeah. I'm sure that must well,
1: be you something. know he's a secret goth. <laughs> Always has been. Do you think?
2: think I... he listens to Sisters of Mercy.
3: His first drink was cherry brandy or at least his first drink he got drunk on,
2: I believe, when he was at school. That is very goth. Well, huh? there they are. Yes. Prince and Princess Willie of Wales. Willie and Cater, as Adam Buxton would say.
1: Love her hair.
2: Yeah, she's rocking the Princess Anne hair.
1: Yeah,
3: significantly not wearing a tiara but wearing flowers in her
2: hair Is she going to San Francisco? <laughs> uh,
1: now who's this geezer? Uh,
3: that is uh, is one of the Scottish nobility I think uh, bearing one of the crowns there are three crowns the crown of St Edward, the imperial state crown and the other one which, the name of which escapes me
1: The procession. Now what
2: would happen if any one of these people could make it? If one of these poles wasn't there or would it all be invalidated?
3: Oh, they'd just get someone else to do it, I think. I mean a lot oh the, the
1: Oh, there's your girlfriend. The <laughs> Lord President
3: of the Council, Penny Mordant, carrying the sword of state.
1: Who looks absolutely stunning. I think she has one best dressed
2: She she is quite sexy with a big weapon in her hands.
1: She's sexy without it. Look at that gorgeous yeah. it's like a cape um with laurel leaves and then a headpiece. It's it doesn't it's not stuffy or matronly in the slightest. No. It's very, very chic.
2: Pokemon fans will be glad to know that some soldiers have walked with marinis on their head. And
3: the uh the the orb. S- the scepter with the dove there being carried by Baroness Benjamin.
2: Who some of you may remember from children's television back when I were little. Indeed. And so. play school. Me and Elliot were talking about this earlier. Big Ted and little Ted, unfortunately, have had a disagreement. Yeah, they, they, um, they they're not any in anymore. attendance.
3: The queen looking like she's amused at having to walk quite so slowly, but then she's being. Uh, I was going to say pursued. I mean, followed, of course, by um, uh, four pages carrying her train.
1: Well, you know, horses always startle when they don't like to have people right behind them. So,
3: I've never tried to be right behind. Oh, there is that scene in Equus, isn't there? Yeah,
1: I st- I can't get over Prince George. He's such a scene stealer. Now, so who are the other?
2: Yeah, um, who've we got? So we got. There are some kids there holding Charles's. Yeah, those are
3: the pages of honor. um, One of whom is Prince George, but the others are. uh, They're all children of aristocrats, I I believe.
2: One of them could have brushed his hair today.
3: Yeah, but it's very sort of uh, old school, isn't it? Just very. It's very Boris Johnson, isn't it? Although he's he's a bit faux. Um. So the king flanked by two of the bishops who will assist at the coronation and followed by his equerry and then some of the gentlemen at arms.
1: Now, for those of you who don't uh, listen to royalty, do you want to explain what an equerry is?
3: An equerry is essentially a sort of aide-de-camp or a a sort of assistant, um, but they are generally military types Mm. um, who will, you know, act as... Secretary's personal assistants to members of the royal family.
2: Yeah, you'll remember like House of Cards? <laughs> Can we talk about House of Cards? What was the name of um The
1: British one?
2: No, the American one. What was the name of Kevin Spacey's assistant?
1: Oh, he was fantastic.
2: What was his job title?
1: Um I don't remember. But,
2: but he do the killing on your behalf. Yeah, you know? that,
1: that actor is fantastic. I wish I could remember his name.
2: With an S, dumbass. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, anyway, anyway, your equerry will be the bloke who actually does the ship.
1: Now, why are these ladies in waiting? Uh,
3: yes, but they're not called ladies in waiting anymore. Uh, they've changed the name since the uh, the accession of the king, they are now. Uh, female companions, or or lady <laughs> companions, or something. It was felt that ladies in waiting was too old-fashioned a term. So sure, are now,
2: I mean, the I wait mean, is now over.
3: And the wait, <laughs> it, it, it does seem slightly odd because you know if now they're just ladies. If you're basically just a mate of the queen, hanging around doing vaguely official duties, yeah. it's not going to look businesslike and formal anyway. I would have stuck with lady in waiting myself. But um, why
1: are they dressed like her? That's so creepy. Because the they the, want
2: to be her.
1: The one on the right in particular is very...
2: But it ever thus at court, wasn't it? it? I mean, it's a difficult
3: position to be in. There's a, a great Stephen Fry joke from way back about, you know, well, I used to be an assistant to Princess Anne, but I realised that no matter how good I was, I was never going to be Princess Anne. So mm. it's all about, you know, who you <laughs> are, not what you know. Yeah. Um,
1: She does look really good. Her makeup is... Camilla? Yeah. There's not a whole lot you can do to polish a turd, but...
2: Well, the thing is, people will say she's looking like this is all ridiculous and everything, but actually, I think she's shitting it.
3: She certainly can't have thought many years ago that one day she would be walking down the aisle of Westminster Abbey to be crowned queen. No. No.
2: She'll be putting in a little thank you to Macron, I'd imagine, for that.
1: God, Starmer looks so hungover.
2: Well, he's coming to terms with the fact he might have to run this shithole soon.
1: <laughs> God, it is a long way.
2: I hope Andrew didn't have to walk in front of all these choir boys and choir girls, did he?
3: I think the boys are safe.
2: I think the boys are safe. Yeah,
3: and I'll, I'm not drawing any inference from the the legal settlement. It doesn't imply guilt or innocence. Sure, uh, it was merely a a, a, devi- a desire to to settle the issue and make it go away. Yeah, no sweat.
2: I generally find it's it's always good to make gifts <laughs> to people <laughs> that have accused me of being a pedophile. Which has never happened I should clarify um
1: yeah
2: so speaking of uh choir boys um the chair that Charles is gonna sit on Saint Edward's chair it's not a throne it's a
1: sorry chair. I have to interrupt you because um, <laughs> because princess it's just in no we're d- we just got a very very unfairly short look at Princess Charlotte and Prince Louis um Prince Louis come as Carl Lagerfeld, apparently.
2: <laughs> the reincarnation, perhaps. Late to the Met Gala.
1: Very late to the Met Gala. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, In case nice. that wasn't obvious. They
2: brought uh, Queen Camilla, a program there. Or a menu. <laughs> so what are these trophies behind them? That looks oh, like
1: there they are. Look at them.
2: She's come as Princess Leia.
1: She does look like Princess Leia. So why is Prince Louis not? Why was he not one of the pages?
3: Uh, probably too young. I don't know what what age is he. He's about
1: he's four or five. Yeah. Okay.
3: Also, I mean, it's well known that he's a liability. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: so. Well, that's why
1: I'm dying to... Like, I want the camera to be on him more because...
3: Yeah, for the entire... I
1: want him to kick off. <laughs> more crowns there?
3: Yep, the uh, imperial crown and the crown of St Edward there, I think.
2: Is that the Wimbledon ladies' plate trophy
3: Yeah, I think Camilla won it back in 36. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying a little fake tan would have gone a long way for the king there. Yeah. Looking a bit washed out.
2: Looking a bit Mr. Burns, isn't he? Yeah. (laughs) Now, as I was going to say, the chair that he will be seated on shortly, uh, St. Edward's chair, um, rather wonderfully has got some graffiti carved into it, um, supposedly by choir boys. And, I'm not aware of the date I was asking earlier about it earlier. You'd think it's from like the seventies or something, but then it occurred to me it could be from the fifteen seventies um, The chair is,
3: is very old um it's well I mean it was built uh, for uh, King Edward I, wasn't it because it it contains within it the stone of scoon the stone of destiny, which was the stone upon which kings of Scots were crowned, although. My suspicion is that's not the actual Stone of Destiny, but there we are. And it is almost certainly mythical that the Stone of Destiny was the stone upon which Jacob laid his head. It's not Jacob's pillow, I suspect, but that is the story.
2: Can you heat it up for a relaxing (laughs) therapeutic treatment? I don't know if it's ever been tried. Uh, Can you make pizza on it? Possibly not pizza. I mean, given
3: that it's, it's from Scotland, maybe a bridey or something, but I'm not sure about pizza. <laughs>
2: a deep fried pizza. Can you make a deep fried pizza? Oh, we'll get complaints again. Oh, well, deep fried pizza's a thing. Um, I've, yeah, but our, there are Scottish listeners who don't like it. Don't like it. When we turn anything on them, that we would happily turn anywhere else. So we love you all. Well, I think we're into the ceremony now, so we should probably hear some of the words, shouldn't yeah. we? Do you think?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea.
2: Should we? <laughs> so we'll take a little pause. <laughs>